Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. This is Hashem Shalom Bayashir number 209. We're going to talk today about how sex, physical intimacy, is not to be used as a reward or punishment or as keeping score. And also discussing the way stress affects generally men and women in regards to um, the desire for having sex. So the first thing that's important to know, there's a generality that studies show that 80% of women are this way, 80% of men are this way, which means like four out of five are this way. It could be reversed also, and that's also fine. But in general, the way men and women, husbands and wives, um, react to stress in regards to their attitude towards sex in the in the stress aspect of it is totally opposite of one another. So for example, men generally speaking, 80% of the time, view sex itself as a means to stress, to relieve their stress. While women need to, the relief of the stress in order to have the mindset to be ready to be sexual. So in other words, you have a husband and wife. They both went through extremely stressful situations and they have opposite reactions. The husband, the man will say generally, I'm stressed, let's have sex. And the woman will say, I'm stressed, don't touch me. And they're wired differently. And there's not a wrong and not a right in the way they feel. It's the way Hashem made them in the different ways they react to stress. And it's very important to navigate through it and to work with each other through it. And um, it's very, very important to for the, for the wives to be attentive to the husband's need for sex in their stressful times. But it's also important for the husbands to be aware that the wives would be very not inclined to want to have be sexual when they're under a lot of stress. And what happens is, is they need to learn not to take it personally, neither one of them to the other. So for example, a husband, it's natural, wives need to understand this, that a husband, when uh, he sees the wife is stressed and she says, I, you know, I, I got to be in a mindset. I got to take, I can't deal with, have, be sexual now. I got to, I have many, many things I got to take care of and do um, and, and that I'm concerned about that I don't have the mindset to be physically intimate. And the husband not understanding the wiring and the mindset, takes it to heart and takes it personally. And he feels that she's choosing every other menial task before his priorities, before his needs. And he gets very hurt and insulted by it. But the truth is, is that's not what she's meaning to do. The truth is, is that it's simply because that's the way she's wired that I have to get into a, I, in order for me to be present and to be sexual, I need these tasks off my head. I need this stress to be dealt with first to deal with it. And then I could be opened up, open up towards you sexually.
And when a husband realizes this, he won't take it personal because she's not trying to hurt him. It's not that he's the lowest priority on the list, but it's just that's the way she handles that stress. So both of them, husband and wife, need to work through it. There are times where the wife needs to be compassionate and be willing to be sexual even though she's not in the mood for her husband's sake when he's under stress. But at the same time, the husband needs to be understanding of the wife when she's not up to it and understand this because she's under a lot of stress and he should do everything he can to relieve that stress. So she should get to a point where she's in the mindset where, you know, she'll be open to the physical intimacy. So that's one point I wanted to bring out that's important to know how stress has opposite reactions. And generally, again, it's a generalization, but it's a true generalization between men and women in regards to this aspect. And if when they understand each other's natures, understand that they're wired differently, and it's not a personal thing, they'll be able to navigate through it and work through it in a very peaceful, calm, and loving way. But the main point after that, which is important to know, and it's people could fall into this trap of using sex, the withholding of it or the giving of it, as a reward and punishment type of system, like a scorecard or as a leverage. And that is very, very toxic to marriage. Sometimes it's like saying, you know, you're grounded. I'm upset at you about something. You're grounded. No sex. End of story. Well, I'm on strike because you're grounded because you did this and this wrong. Or you're a good boy or you're a good girl. You did this and this for me. Whatever it is, I'll reward you. And the leverage aspect of using sex in a leverage type of way is very toxic. It's not born out of love. It becomes like a transaction, like a cold business transaction that creates a distance between a husband and wife in their marriage overall, both inside and outside the bedroom. And that's a, it's a very, very important to have the opposite approach and to work on all the sexual aspects with an open communication, not be- because of keeping score. For example, a husband gets um, upset at his wife for not keeping the house clean enough to his, you know, to his willingness, to, to his um, vision of it. And you're not keeping the house clean enough, or you're not preparing suppers on time enough. So I'm withholding affection and I'm withholding the sex. A wife at the same time will, 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 will be upset at her husband for this, that, or the other thing. I'm on strike. No sex. It's a very, very cold place to be. It's a very, very destructive place to be. And it's okay to be annoyed by one another. We're human beings. So there will be times where they'll be annoyed at each other. But to use that annoyance and to take it to the next level and say, okay, because we got upset at each other about something, we're going to have, you know, withhold the, the, the sexual intimacy is a very harmful. It breeds resentment. And it's, it's, it's just a very terrible thing that distance, distance, distance themselves from each other.
And instead, what happens, what needs to happen is, is to learn how to overcome that, those differences. Don't let annoyances, or even when you're genuinely upset about something your husband did or your wife did, you talk it over, you work it through, but you don't um, break the connection in the marriage, in the sexual realm, because of that. And what's important for a husband and wife to know is they need, both of them, need to go the extra mile to try to fulfill the other one's needs, not based on keeping score uh, or leverage or anything like that. And what a couple needs to understand is that when both of them together work to fulfill each other's needs as much as possible, even though they may not be in the mood that particular time for it, but they want they want to help the other the other wife or the husband and fulfill their needs, and each one is focused on fulfilling each other's needs, that what happens really is as a result both of their needs are fully, fully met and fully, fully satisfied. If that's the mindset of the couple together, then they get the best of both worlds. They get everything. But the keeping score mentality is a small-mindedness and it's like, okay, you overspend money, so I'm going to overspend money. Um, You know, you did this wrong, I'm going to withhold the physical affection. Uh, you this this you did this I'm upset at. I'm gonna withhold the emotional affection. And it's 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 an attack one another, this type of scorekeeping. Or the husband wants in physical intimacy his wife to do certain things in certain positions or whatever it is. She's not comfortable with it, she doesn't feel safe, and the husband uh, uh, manipulatively says, okay, no sex whatsoever until you hear, until you come to my understanding of what I want. And the other way around as well. This is toxic to a marriage. The scorekeeping is toxic. Yes, to discuss things with each other about what that makes them feel safe, their disagreements, working it through, to see you know, like like we just said the example, you know, if you overspend, I'm going to overspend too. So that's childish, and that is, uh, again, a leverage of a scorekeeping that is destructive. But to have a conversation about it, of course you can have a conversation about it. You can communicate about things that bother you. But do not punish your husband or your wife by withholding sex because you're annoyed at one another for whatever the reason is. If you're annoyed at each other, you work it through, you talk it through, but you don't um, hold back from the regular routine of life and the willingness to overcome your moods and be attentive as much as possible to your spouse's needs. And again, I'm going to repeat that because it's such a big aside that if both of them, husband and wife, if their focus is, is how am I going to fulfill the needs of the other? And they think about that and they try, even though I'm, they're not perfect, I'm not perfect, but I'm going to try. I see they have this need. Sometimes it's an emotional need. Sometimes it's a sexual need. Sometimes it's 
It's other types of needs that they need. And if each one thinks about fulfilling it for the other, and they do everything they can to do that, the end result is is that both of them, husband and wife, will be fully satisfied because all their needs will be met. And when they both have that mentality and that goal, it could become a tremendously beautiful marriage. And again, the the fact that there are annoyances or even sometimes you're deeply upset about something, you talk it through, you iron things out, but there's no such thing as going on strike. There's no such thing as keeping score because that takes the love out of the marriage. It becomes a very, very cold place when they use especially the sexual aspects as leverage to withhold or to give based on things that you want or don't, you know, or you're not happy with. And the truth is, is it's very important to get that out of your lives and to do your best to realize we're a team, we're here to serve each other, even if we have issues or even if we have our mood swings and even if there are things that are bothering us, we could work it through, but we're not going to use the physical intimacy aspect of our lives as weapons against each other, but instead we're going to use it to help each other. And that's really the nakuda, the point that both men and women both need to learn, both need to understand how they're wired differently. Again, we take it personally when we think, again, like for example, the, the, like we said, the husband takes it very personally. You're, you know, my, my sexual need is the last thing on your list and you have all these things in front of it. In reality, that's not what she's thinking. She's just saying, I need, I need to relieve my stress. I need these things to be taken care of for me to be present and be ready for this. It's not lahaches. It's not on purpose. It's a wiring difference. And the wife to the husband as well to understand his nature. He's not an he's not an animal. If he has a high sexual need, Hashem made him that way. And it, you know, again, we're talking about responsible people, like we mentioned in Tushiurim ago, about watching their eyes and they're loyal and they're faithful and they're erlich. The fact that they have a higher libido, that's not a pagam. That is not a disgrace. It's not a, it's a, not a low thing. And a wife needs to understand that, that when they see their husbands interested in sex much more often than they are, it's not because they are superficial or animals or, or, or um, you know, um, um, just selfish. It's Hashem put it in their nature that they have that higher urge for this. And the men in general, again, this is generally speaking, the reverse could be true. Generally speaking, the men also need to know that in order to connect with their wives in a sexual way, the best way to go about it is to first be very, very attuned to their emotional lives, to listen and to care. And again, we talked about the non-sexual foreplay, the non-sexual affection that's very, very important to them. And if they both have these mindsets, understanding how they react differently to stress, and they understand and they don't keep score with one another in these aspects, but they work together to 
to serve each other, to fill each other's needs, then both of their needs will be deeply satisfied and met if they both have this goal. Have a wonderful day.